welcome to the Blessful Body Podcast. I'm your host, Kai Autumn Russell, and I'm here to share with you my best fitness and healthy living strategies and tips, and they are so good, your body, mind, and spirit will be thankful that you listened. Hey there, friends. It's me, Kai. Thank you so much for joining me today. I am excited for today's episode. We are going to be talking all about multitasking and why not only is it a myth, but it's actually a really dangerous one that can have some serious impacts on your health and well-being. And I really like to talk about this As a faculty member at a university, I really see a lot of multitasking going on, but I also see it as a mom, and I know that I do it a lot as a mom, that I'm going to, you know, just be trying to multitask and do multiple things at one time, and that has some real drawbacks to it. And so I want to talk about the different ways that multitasking is just not really beneficial for us. And I really also wanted to clarify because episode 009, which was a couple weeks back, which is all about how you can get more movement into your day, might have been confused with multitasking. And I wanted to make sure that I made that distinction. And so we are going to get going and talk all about multitasking. So what is multitasking, basically? Multitasking is this idea that we can accomplish multiple things at one time and I'm sure you've done it many times. I definitely do it all the time even though I know that I shouldn't. There's a lot of things that we can say that about, right? But basically when one is multitasking, typically the multitasker has this belief, this erroneous belief that they are actually able to to focus on more than one thing at a time. And so you might be thinking, oh, I can write this email while I'm having this conversation with someone, or I can be working on this report or paper while I'm texting and checking emails and maybe having a chat with a friend. And so here's the deal. You cannot do all of those things at one time. Your brain is actually not capable of it. Instead, what happens is your attention and your focus kind of erratically goes back and forth between each of the tasks that you're attempting to do at once, which means that every time you bring your attention to one task, you have to reorient your brain. You have to reorient your mind to under to relearn and refigure out where you are in the process okay and that is not efficient so people who think that multitasking increases productivity and efficiency are actually very mistaken and there are studies that have looked at this they've actually analyzed people's brains while they're performing more than one task and even looked at productivity and the time that people are able to accomplish a task and it's pretty clear that multitasking is really not very beneficial Sometimes it might be necessary. I get that. However, it does really make sense that we can try to limit when we're going to be multitasking. 
Okay, so basically, first thing to keep in mind is that you're not doing multiple things at once. You're dividing your attention, and not only does that decrease productivity, focus, and efficiency, but that also trains your brain to have a shorter attention span. And attention spans are decreasing in general overall due in large part to the influx of technology and social media. Um, Videos are shorter and shorter. Messages are supposed to be shorter and shorter. And people are really not able to focus as well as say they used to be, particularly people who are practicing multitasking. So uh, one particular study showed that people who are heavy multitaskers and actually really say that they can multitask, um, they have, they, there was a study that showed that they were actually slower in performing a task than someone who was solely focused on performing one task as opposed to trying to multitask. And part of that reason was this Um, inability to organize thoughts well. So when one is used to multitasking is in a habitual multitasker, it becomes harder to organize thoughts and it also becomes harder to filter out information that is not relevant to the task at hand so we get easily distracted. And All of those things really do have implications on how we're able to function and how our brain is optimally working. Even more disturbing, there was a study that showed that there is a decrease in IQ levels following a multitasking episode, which is pretty intense so that one did look at short term that basically one would experience up to a 15 point IQ decrease and also a decrease in EQ which is one's emotional quotient for brain capacity how emotionally uh, competent and capable we are and I will talk more about that in the future about the distinction what the EQ is but EQ having a high EQ is very very related to workplace success and just overall satisfaction with life EQ is related to that so not only does multitasking lower IQ temporarily, but there is some preliminary research that shows that there might be some permanent impacts on the brain. So over time, people who multitask habitually actually see, well, this is the thing, the study, it's not clear whether or not people who have a decrease in the part of your brain that helps control empathy and emotion and cognition. So we actually see that there's a decrease in MRI scans in that area of the brain and it's unclear whether or not that is a result of multitasking or if having a decrease in that section of the brain actually leads one to multitask more. So that is an area of future research that is needed. But basically, that's not a really good thing. We definitely don't want to be potentially causing more permanent impacts on our brain. There's a lot of what we're doing today in our kind of life and our world that really does lead to some altering of our brain. Stress, unhappiness, 
not being active and, and exercising enough, all of those things can have real impacts our diet on our brain. So basically, in addition to this idea that there can be some kind of permanent impacts on the brain, there is also, we know that multitasking can really increase stress. It can lead to anxiety and it can increase overwhelm. And I probably don't need to tell you this, you've probably experienced this before, but definitely particularly polyphasic behavior, which is employing more than one type of technology at one time, is linked to higher feelings of stress, increased stress and stress reactions. And I don't know about you, but I certainly don't need any increase in the potential stress out there because um, there, there's, there's a lot of stress out there that we can be dealing with, right, on a day-to-day basis. So what does this mean? Why is it then, if multitasking actually does not really benefit us, then why are we called to do it so much? Well, one of the things that I really do think is that it's actually something that we as a culture and as a society, we really value stress and we value people who basically thrive and are really uh, living a life that is high in stress, high activity. And multitasking goes along with that, right? So we kind of have this image of the person who can juggle, you know, so many different things between work and home and, you know, the idea of the super mom definitely comes into play with that. Certainly, when I became a mother, I feel like my multitasking increased, particularly in the beginning. I was in graduate school, I was a mom, I was working, and all of those things definitely led me to to, to be multitasking, frankly. And certainly now, as my daughter has gotten older, I do still have to really check in. And not only does that really rob me of the mindfulness of the moment, but it is not something that I really want to be basically setting an example of, right? So I do think that there's a lot of societal pressure to be constantly achieving, to be producing, and in this way that leads us to kind of think, well, I'm going to do these multiple things at one time, and that's going to show that I can, you know, get stuff done, and I'm very productive. And sometimes it does feel like you're being more productive, right? Here's the deal though, when we are able to monotask, when we are able to actually focus on one activity completely and fully, we see that the task actually takes less time, it increases our attention and leads to an overall increase in attention span and the ability to focus and also the ability to filter out irrelevant information, okay? It's also going to increase your mindfulness and just that that is the whole concept of mindfulness, right? That we have a focus on the present moment and an awareness of the present moment. And being able to focus on one task at a time can be really soothing. Certainly, it is one of the reasons that I love teaching because when you are teaching, it is almost impossible to be really focusing on anything else and if you are focusing on something else then 
it is very problematic and it becomes pretty obvious very quickly, right? Um, And so teaching is a, a form of meditative practice for me. It's definitely a form of mindfulness and it really does help to decrease my stress and just really help me sort through my brain and give my brain something to focus on, which is really appreciative. Okay. So now that we understand that multitasking, where we're trying to focus and do multiple tasks at once, is not necessarily a good idea, I want to explain a little bit more this concept of stacking functions. Because stacking functions is actually something that I do highly recommend. And stacking functions comes from... A perma, comes from permaculture. It's a permaculture principle. And basically, it's this idea that any element within a system has more than one function. And so you can think about this, you know, when you think about your a tree, right? So this is how it would really be used in permaculture design of a garden or a landscape. If we were going to plant a tree, we might think about all the different functions that this tree can give us, right? So if we are looking for shade, we would, you know, think about a tree that is going to be able to provide shade. Maybe we also want some fruit. We also might think like, oh, well, we, you know, maybe we choose a deciduous tree because we don't need that shade in the wintertime. We only need it in the summertime and that's going to be okay. You can also think about, oh, well, trees provide beauty. They provide a screen from a neighbor. They give us food. They give us leaf litter, which is going to be compost and fertilizer. They also could give us a swing, right, in the tree or something to climb and it's something that's beautiful. So all of those things would go into an element and you would want to choose an element that has multiple functions within that system. So we wouldn't really choose, you know, a tree that only had one function in the system. Okay. And so you can apply that and that actually really is something that is inherent in Pilates and in mindful movement in general because it is not necessarily this isolated movement system where you're just focusing on, say, strengthening your bicep and then you're moving on and doing something else. Everything in Pilates and and in yoga is really connected and we're really stabilizing the whole body and so it is full body movement almost all the time and in a way that really does can strengthen ourselves in a functional way and really provide these kind of functional benefits. It also provides mindfulness benefits and that is really key and certainly one of the reasons why I am really drawn to those exercise forms is because of the ability that it does give us to focus in the present moment and be really you know, aware of what we're doing. So those aren't really the the exercise forms that I would recommend that you say, listen to a podcast while you're doing Pilates. Like when you're doing Pilates, you want to be focused on the quality of the movement of the Pilates. You don't necessarily want to be, you know, having your brain split somewhere else, thinking about why you shouldn't be mass multitasking if you're listening to this episode. However, you could choose to maybe listen to a podcast while you go for a walk. And here's where this concept of stacking functions and how we can get more activity in our lives link together, okay? So 
you can think about, okay, I need to go run some errands, okay? Maybe you haven't moved much that day. So instead of hopping in your car and driving to go run some errands, if you can, maybe you'll take a walk. Maybe you'll ride your bike. That's going to give you some activity. It's going to give you some exercise. And it's also going to be beneficial financially. You won't be spending money on gas. And environmentally, you're not going to be contributing to any sort of emissions using your car. So that is a really good example of how we can stack functions and it's not the same as multitasking, right? And we could even, um, you know, with walking, you might choose that you want to make your walk very present and be very mindful while you're walking just on what you're doing. And that could be a great idea and a great practice, but you might also decide like, well, I need to, you know, I'd like to listen to a podcast. So I'm going to listen to a podcast too and get some movement in. And so the movement that you would be choosing to get in during that time wouldn't be the types of movement that you would need to be focused on the quality of the movement. It would be more like walking, possibly biking, something that it's okay if your brain is kind of thinking on something else, if it's safe, right? Like you want to make sure that that also feels safe. Okay. So I hope that that kind of clarifies the difference between multitasking and stacking functions. Um, Another one that is really key is that if you're going to have a phone call with someone, right? Why not take a walk while you're doing it? Maybe you'll take a walk later just to enjoy the process of walking, but at least while you're on the phone with someone, you can be moving or you can be doing some squats that don't really require your full attention and you can be fully focused on your phone call, but also getting some movement in your body. And so that is definitely what I really want you to think about how you can get more of that kind of movement in those micro movements and stack those functions and come up with ways that your activities can basically, just basically come up with ways that activity and exercise and movement can be one of the functions that you're really weighing every element in your life and trying to figure out how you can stack functions without multitasking. And it's a really kind of key distinction and one that I wanted to clarify because I wasn't sure that it was clear from episode 009. Okay, well, I hope this has been helpful for you. And if you are enjoying this podcast, I am so grateful that you are listening and it would mean so much to me if you would subscribe, rate, and review The Blessable Body. It really is helpful for getting the word out and getting new folks listening to the podcast. And I also would love if you have any suggestions for future episodes, the things you would like to learn about, please let me know. And I hope you are just having a beautiful day and that you are going to employ some monotasking and you're going to stack some functions and see how you can just bring multiple elements and multiple functions into one element, basically, of your life. Okay, so take care, friends. Many blessings, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye for now. Bye.